Famcast Media. Here at Lucky 13 Saloon, we got Jamal. Yo. We got Dave. Yo, yo. And Dave, I'm going to let, and you got me, Jeff. And when you get out, we'll let, Dave, I'll let you introduce our special guest today, you fucking Jersey Pride. Well, today we got uh, former lead singer and uh, fucking awesome fucking Hudson County scumbag. We got, but currently, <laughs> he's in a fucking righteous fucking band from Hudson County called the Child Actors. We got fucking Patrick motherfucking Rivera. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> Hi, hi, hi. There, there we go. There I'm we glad go. you're not in a band called the Child Molesters. That's all I'm No, yeah. <laughs> That would be awful. Holy <laughs> <laughs> uh, How you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, really excited to be here. I've, I've never actually seen this back room with the lights on, so I was kind of in awe because uh, I just always thought it was just, uh, just really dark back here. So yeah. now to see all the posters, I'm like, oh, man, this is pretty freaking cool. Um, but this is where the magic happens back yeah, here. That is where the magic happens. I can't even speak. That is where the magic happens. You played here before a couple, few times, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah about twice. I played with Locaine, I Destroyer, um, and a couple other bands I'm forgetting. Sorry about that, but, you know, it's fucking little bit of the ganja always makes me forget some things i get it i get it uh uh what's it called locaine's playing here on friday are you on that bill on friday yes oh you are yeah yeah um yeah that should be good man um i hopefully i'll be around we'll see what happens i fucking supposed to be out of town that's up that stuff though castle yeah kevin does okay kevin's coming on the show he finally agreed right yeah he was talking to me hey somewhere in october or something like that you were saying yeah he said that dave you look nice with your hair it looks it looks nice like that yeah, my wife hates it yeah yeah i love it bro <laughs> yeah. well, that's because i'm going fucking bald on the front dude so i'm like fuck dude it's, it's time i get it i got the time i got the five head <laughs> that's what <the> fucking <laughs> i got it Dude, I was the owner that fucking got that fucking say to no, me. I got it. I got it, man. I'm trying. I take fucking hair vitamins so my hair isn't all falling out. Yeah. No. So uh, so what part of Jersey are you from? Uh, I'm from Weehawken, originally from Union City, but uh, I've been living in Weehawken now for about uh, 10 or 11 years. So it's pretty chill. We're right outside. Uh, you know, we're... We're not too Jersey, but we're not too New York. We're like kind of in the middle. We're almost like, you know, a little six borough out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's pretty chill. Yeah, um, dude. It's like a fucking four by four block, dude, or some shit, bro. It's real tiny up there. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey's, I like Jersey, man. Jersey's got its own little fucking, uh, it's, there's so many like weird, like, you know, you have uh, like Jersey City, Newark, like that whole area. And then you got like the Jersey Shore. And then you have like. No, 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 no. Never fucking put us <laughs> north with those motherfuckers <laughs> down dude, there, bro. You got, you, there's so many parts of Jersey, man. And then you like South Jersey is like another planet. That's the yeah. shore. Those fuckers yeah. down there can have that but, shit. Yeah, but like, yeah, South Jersey, dude, is like another planet. Like I've played down in South Jersey before and it's got like. I mean, there's still dudes with like mullets and like 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 white yeah. high top sneakers with the fucking tongue sticking out, <laughs> acid wash jeans, yeah. you know, dudes with the French braid mullets with the uh, wraparound Oakleys and the speedos yeah. like on the street, you know, like <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty it's crazy. Like the Bronx down there. of New Jersey, yeah. <laughs> but there's there's so many different parts of New Jersey. It's cool, you know what I mean? I whatever people shit on Jersey. There's only one. one well, your for, your former partner, your, well now your former your partner's from fucking was out there, right? Who Mel? La D. Yeah. Was out where? <laughs> she used to live in Jersey City. Oh, she did live. Yeah. When we first met, she lived in Jersey. She did a short stint in, Jer- in Jersey City. When we first I mean, met. You make she- it sound like prison, dude. Yeah. She did a short <laughs> <stint>. <laughs> Parts of Jersey feel like a prison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, there was a cool. How old are you? I am turning 38 next week. All right. Was there, was there was a club called Studio One. Uh, do you know that place? It was in Newark. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Typo Negative. That was before. There. That was a little bit before his time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw Typo Negative there years ago, many years ago, like 1993, maybe. Fuck, wow. a long time Damn. ago. Yeah, that was when they were popping. What's that? that yeah, yeah. They were, they were popping. They were so what, it was, but they weren't huge yet. You no, know what I mean? Like no. they were, they were, they were just kind of. Well, bloody kisses just didn't. And bloody kisses just come I don't, out then, right? I, bloody kisses might have come. Might have been right before bloody kisses. They might have been like just promoting bloody kisses. Okay. Uh, but I just remember them still playing a lot of the shit from like. Slow yeah, they play on my my boys from Suffer played with them. Yeah. Yeah, Death Metal Band Suffer from Knowledge, Jersey City. All right, all right. Are you Gutter Christ? You friend with Gutter Christ also? I'm familiar with Gutter Christ. We knew each other by appearance. I don't okay. think we know each other by name necessarily. I did see him at MDF uh, recently. 
and you know we chit chatted over there but cool. he's he's everywhere he's all over the scene i mean he's been around for years out there so yeah between that and then the horror scene and like yeah he's always, oh yeah, he's been yeah all the conventions he sold yeah. me a couple of action figures you know i collect action figures yeah, me too me too nice. it's a contella collection my man my man <laughs> see that's it's, it's not completely nerdy you know what yeah. i'm saying we still it's, get you know, some listen it makes you know? me feel exactly it makes me feel like a fucking kid we were talking about the <laughs> sopranos earlier oh yeah and i'm like dude are you kidding me so i didn't know there was a sopranos video game Really? That's yeah, right. Yeah. For PlayStation 2. Oh, shit. Yeah. And my fucking girl has a PlayStation 2 in the closet, so I bought a fucking for Sopranos video game the other day. Fuck it just yeah. came in the mail. I'm very oh, excited shit. about it. And my girlfriend's going away next weekend. That's what I'm going to play. Sopranos all That's day. <laughs> it's funny because, like, now if you go by the Bada Bing or, you know, what, with satin yeah. dolls now, there's yeah. a weed dispensary, like, right next door to it now. Oh, yeah. So that would be an interesting, like, you know, storyline or slub plot line, yeah, like, yeah, right there yeah. with the Sopranos, having the weed dispensary next door. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but they closed the strip club down, too. It's not, it's not even, uh, it's nothing right now. Nah, right? It's just there. And Still got pizza land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I was saying I always want to do that tour, the the Sopranos tour, but a lot of the shit is gone now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, if you do the tour, make sure you knock on my door because I'm right around the corner from Pizza Land. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will. You know, I want to fucking, um, you know, the the house is still there. The house was up for sale a couple of years ago. Yep. Really? Yeah. It was going for like two point five or God something like damn. that. Damn. Yeah. The pork store is not there anymore. Satrialities. That was that was like they actually designed that I think for the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they tore that down immediately afterwards. Um, but it was funny. Like I'm in the parking lot, and like you know, I'm there like with my mom and my kids, and like they're like looking at me like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Guys, Sill got shot in this fucking parking lot. <laughs> All right, you guys don't understand. Like you don't even care." And my mom's like, "Yo, I, I just want to go eat. Like, yeah. let's get the fuck out of here, please." <laughs> you know, most people who I talked about it, like I have a, you know, there's not a lot of. I mean, there is and there isn't. You know what I mean? Something like, yeah, Sopranos. And some people are like, oh, Christ. You know what I mean? But, yeah, no, I could talk about Sopranos all fucking day. Yeah. Well, just awesome. let me get let me let me get a little more into it, bro, before we start talking about it. All right, are you a fucking uh, are you big Bruce Springsteen guy too? And uh, Bon Jovi, you you back in Jersey Pride? I, I am not. Yeah. My my Jersey Pride's the Misfits. That's, that's right, my Jersey go. Pride. You know. There you go. Um, and you know, uh, I guess Sinatra. You know, to some extent, even though he hated Hoboken, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like uh, our drummers from Hoboken. So you know, shout out to Chris Carpenter. Yeah, he secretly hates Hoboken now because it's it's too gentrified from him. You know, and I'm just like, bro, like everywhere's it's gentrified too PC now. For like, cop. Yeah. Everywhere's too gentrified now. It is. I well, I'm whatever, man. You know, as soon as everything's kind of cool, and then all of a sudden it gets because the fucking yuppies start to move in, and then it gets fucked with. You know, it gets I mean? uppity. You know what I mean? And then and then they want to start ruining everything. Everything. And then, you know, if it's not Jason Mraz and you're not wearing a, a hat that you got a free can of soup with, you know, they don't want to know anything about you. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. But it's cool <laughs> to see places like this that still exist, you know, because this is this is counterculture, man. Like, this is awesome. Here, this is the know? greatest fucking place in the fucking world, bro. If you're a metalhead, <laughs> there, there's no other metal bar in Brooklyn. Okay, no. this is the <laughs> no, only you're, one. You're fucking yeah. thousand fucking oh. percent right. Oh, oh man. Appreciate that. Nice. Uh, so how long you been in uh, Child Access now? Uh, it's been about two years. So like we kind of formed pre-pandemic and we were jamming and then the pandemic hit and then they're like, oh, everybody's got to stay home. And I'm just like, oh, cool. We just got to go to the studio more now. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah. And we were in the studio the entire time. And, you know, we were just writing. We were just creating stuff. And, you know, oddly enough, we were kind of like using the, the pandemic as like fuel, you know, like just the fact that we couldn't be outside, that we weren't allowed to do it. We were like, well, fuck this. Now yeah, we're going to be in the they, studio. They, they, they we're breaking the fucking yeah. law, bro, over there, man. That's we good. Compared to fucking people. We got into altercations like with the management there. Like yeah. one guy like was yelling at us like, you're, you're, you're threatening my life. And we were just like, nah, dude, we're cool. We'll wear our masks. We'll do whatever in the hallway. But like while we're in our room, yeah. we keep our distance and nobody's sick here. So we're good. And surprisingly, none of us got COVID in the height of COVID. Afterwards, nope. different story. Yeah, then everybody got it. Yeah. Everybody's going to get it at some point. But, but you know, we've been doing it now for some time. And then, you know, it just kind of happened. It was, we were, I was supposed to do something else with this other band. I got this studio. That fell apart. And then we just started jamming. And then it just kind of evolved. And then, you know, other friends started hitting us up. You know, our buddy Jay, who's the guitarist and also bass player. Shout out, Jay. And, you know, uh, our other guy, Mike, too, who also is a guitarist and a bass Shout player, Shout out, too. Michael. And they switch up. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I know the guy. They liked it. That's what I was going to say. No, that was good. <laughs> so it just kind of like, I don't know, kind of just snowballed from there. And then um, we were just like, fuck it. This is really fun. And uh, we've been enjoying what we've been doing so far. I'm sorry, but Jamal, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never, I've never seen anybody pour a beer back into a can, but I've uh, seen him pour the can into the. I cup. don't question him no more. He's a fucking guru, bro. I don't question Jamal's methods anymore. Yeah, he's he's fucking Jesus, bro. I constantly question his methods. <laughs> oh man, it, it's good to hear. I love hearing like how bands got inspired during a lockdown instead of like curling into a fucking ball and peeing on yourself like everybody was doing yeah 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 i mean like there was a lot i mean like the cool thing about it was the studio was completely fucking dead like yeah, there was very few awesome. people i mean outside of the people that squat there you know it was just like it was just us so it was like we were there constantly we were constantly jamming and we were just super creative and something about just us being told we couldn't be there just made us want to be it's there fucking more. punk rock dude listen yeah. that's what that's what i mean out of like i kind of closed the doors here and i had was jamming back here and unfortunately my guitar player was too scared to leave his house and uh whatever but you know uh, me and my girlfriend got to jam back here quite a bit and you know they were like you can't be out in the streets were dead and i was in here drinking. shout out diane yes. one of the baddest drummers in the world <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i that's was diane yeah that's the diane drunk noise <laughs> um yeah but and it wasn't listen a lot of my friends did they kind of curled up and couldn't play and i was like I was hoping to get some motivation from people, but nobody just whatever. It was kind of fucking hard. But no, man, I'm glad you got uh, guys uh, kept going during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just like once we once we got in that groove, like we couldn't stop, you know. And it was just like, fuck it, we'll go back again. We'll go back again. And then it was like, all right, one day a week, fuck it, two days a week now, yeah, three days a week. All right, we got a couple hours. We'll sneak up there. Yeah. And it was just like we just made the most of the opportunity. And uh, bro, they were pumping out fucking. I would talk to them every day, bro. They'd be pumping out a fucking track a day. Yeah, that's great. Track a day, bro. It was insane. That's awesome. That's awesome though, man. Because I was like. There was nothing to do. It was like, all right, we're going to play video games. All right, I'm going to sit around. You know what I mean? So yeah, you were playing yeah. music, which is good. It's, it's, it's tenacity like that that keeps the fucking the music alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I fucking, I played guitar more in that, like, one, that first year than I have in, like, five, five fucking years. Yeah. Like, once you watch all the porn on the internet in the first day, <laughs> you, you need to do something else. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I binge-watched everything I wanted to watch. I saw every movie I wanted to see. In, like, one day. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. It was like, I read I every know. book, everything I wanted to do, and then I'm like, all right, now what? It took, it took me about two weeks, and then I was like, all right, you know, I'm kind of laying around. I don't get to lay around all that often, so it was kind of nice to just fucking lay around. Yeah. Oh you but, know how uh, many 20, like, how many three-hour movies you can watch in 24 hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but, you know, then there was, you know, then I went back and, you know, fucking binge-watched some shit I I haven't freaking watched in years, you know, which is always fun too. But, uh, but yeah, man, it, you know, and listen, there's a lot of good music that came out of COVID too. You know, there's some good fucking bands. And it's great to see the bands are back playing, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, every once in a while we get a cancellation cause somebody has got COVID or something like that. But, um, yeah, we had that recently at our last gig. Uh, we had this band called air Seas fragment. I think they've played here before as well. Uh, and they have this great keyboard. They're a symphonic death metal band, and uh, their keyboard player he had COVID, so he couldn't make it. And but they still kicked ass, you know. But yeah, we, we get that every now and again. But overall, it's good to see people that aren't afraid anymore. Yeah. That are just like, hey, fuck it, we got to get out. We got to get our music out, you know. Like we're we're at a different point now than we were some time ago. So yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's still fun. I still get people coming here like on the weekends, like double masked up. And you like, fucking for real, dude? I'm sick of it. CDC changed the guidelines, I bro. Know, but since people come in here like double masked up and then they'll get a drink and then sit in the corner and peel their mask back and take a sip and then put the thing on. <laughs> and back. then I'll go outside and probably smoke a cigarette, yeah, too. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, dude, you're like in a packed room and, and you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, listen, to each their own, but, you know, yeah. relax. Everybody's got to fucking relax. I'm going to start sneezing <laughs> in those people's face. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal will walk by and spit in their beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so uh so what else what other club do you play other clubs in jersey dingbats uh we've played dingbats we love dingbats i would say uh this place and dingbats are probably our two favorites so far cool. uh because the sound is excellent here yeah. I mean, you guys Thanks. really go the extra mile to like make sure that the artists can hear themselves and that's so huge that's like so important to an artist you know yeah. like when you're up there to be able to hear what the fuck you're doing because some places it's just like Forget about it. I don't, know? you know, what's good, what I, what I think I have the leverage in, in that way is like I play music, you know what I mean? And, right. and I don't want, like, the worst is like playing and you fucking, and it sounds like shit or you can't hear up there or something like that. So I tell my sound guys, listen, you need anything, anything's fucking broken, like, do it, like, oh, whatever. I like, we keep it, we, I think we keep it, you know, pretty good back here with, uh, with Absolutely. some stuff. So it took a minute at first. 
um, you know, of course, to adjust everything and, you know, getting the room right and like having a, you know, what's going to bounce off where and what, you know, but it was uh, whatever kind of fun um, um, setting the room up for that. And yeah. And I'm proud of that because I hate playing fucking clubs and it sounds like shit. It's the, the worst. worst. It's the yeah. worst, you know, and it, and it throws your performance off. And then, like, you're not really as into it. You know, here, once I know the sound's good, I'm like, okay, cool. I could do my thing when I get up there. Yeah, yeah. And I can be me, and I can I can just get into my performance. Um, and that's that's important, I think. That's important for any performer when you're up here, you know. Fuck yeah, you want to be into it, you know. And, right. and you don't want to give some half-ass fucking, you know, uh, rated G fucking performance. You know, you want to get into it. You want it to be rated R, you know. Rated you want G? some fucking action. What the action. fuck is G? So you want, you want is that a new rating? General audience, oh. Right? Okay. General audience. I'm going rating? by I'm going by general you know, the, the old uh, rating standards here. I want rated R. You know, it's gonna be like a Sopranos episode. Yeah. There you go. Just you know what I mean? Just don't take a shit on the stage. I'm happy. Yeah, no, no, no Gigi Allen stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately I couldn't clean it up. I'd have to ask Jamal anyway. So yeah. Jamal, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're talking about shitting everywhere because this guy looks like Johnny Depp and Oh uh, <laughs> man, yeah. Man, no chicks have pooped is, in my is bed. Amber thankfully. heard under the stage? Thankfully, no no girls pooped on my bed. And any of you girls out there that are listening please don't shit in my bed if we end up hooking up or anything that's the camera looking okay please don't shit in my bed please okay thank you <laughs> well piss piss isn't fun either i've had a girl piss my bed before. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not cool. cool yeah yeah it's not cool man it's yeah. not cool i'm like really really i do it for one fucking night you can't hold really? shit. <laughs> then i look at you with those little puppy dog eyes like, oh, shit. all right lose my number <laughs> Christ, you can't hold it together on the first night. Forget it. She's definitely going to be shitting in your bed at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might be like a hard fart or something, you know. Uh, just something, next, something. Next thing you know, there's a little gravy on the bed. You're like, oh, man, what the fuck? Yeah. No so let me ask you a question, Padman. Uh, mm -hmm. where, where did you meet the guys and child actors from? So, Chris, I've known for 25 years now, and I met... Sorry for you, bro. Sorry for you, man. Uh, you know, you. it's a blessing and a curse with Chris, <laughs> you know. he's he's. But, but that's my brother. That's like my musical brother. Um, you know, we fight like brothers too, but you know, that's, that's just, that just comes with the territory. Um, I met Chris when we were backyard wrestling in the nineties <laughs> and he was the only kid that had a Singapore cane and barbed wire. So everybody was like, Oh man, what he, the fuck? you know, and he, and he went by the name of crowbar. You know, crowbar. so it was like, whoa, crowbar. Like, who's this crowbar guy? I used to come here. Oh, man, you know, crowbar. He shows up with light bulbs, man, and he smashes them. And, you know, he's got a Singapore cane and barbed. We were like, this motherfucker's nuts. Like, we got to meet him. And then we meet him, and he's this tall, skinny, you know, Irish white guy with fucking, like, nerdy glasses. And I'm like, this is the guy that everybody's talking about? That's the bad motherfucker right here? Crowbar. Like, you know? Crowbar. He <laughs> like a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. We just vibed from there, and, and we had a lot of similar interests. You know, we like The Misfits. We like Slayer. We like Faith No More, like bands like that. So it just kind of like, we just kind of like just gelled. And then from there, we just became really good friends. And we also used to go watch Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Um, and, you know, we used to see the death matches over there and all that nice. stuff. So I don't know. We just kept our friendship for years. And then we were in a band called Lost Cause for a while, which I think like a million bands have had that fucking name. And, um, yeah, you know, we just kind of stayed in touch throughout the years. Sorry about that. And we, yeah, what was that? I felt like I was yeah. on a fucking telethon or something here. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. I usually add background music, but I forgot to. I thought that. it was a Charlie Brown episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Chris, Chris, I kind of, I, I've just, you know, we've always kind of stuck together uh, for better or worse, you know. And then we just started jamming again. Um, and uh, Jay is another guy, too, that I've known about 20 years now as well. And I met Jay when he was very young, like in, in Backyard wrestling? No, no, backyard wrestling. It was in a garage jamming. Uh, in this garage we used to hang out in called Sickle Cell. The garage uh, was called Sickle Cell? Yeah, yeah. And it was fuck? this black metal band called Seraphim Slaughter used to jam there. So we would go there and we'd watch the practices. And Jay was in Seraphim Slaughter at the time, but he was like the youngest kid there. And he was just like this guitarist. It was like, he was just like this prodigy. We were like, man, this kid's so good for like being like, you know, a 17 year old. So he, we just kind of like, you know, became really good friends. And again, similar interest in music, stuff like that. Uh, Mike, same thing. You know, I, I knew Mike from high school. We kind of just all kind of like eventually ended up just coming back together, like little by little through music. But it was mainly in the pandemic because nobody else wanted to jam. And, and these guys were like, fuck it, let's jam. So, uh, you know, it kind of just happened. I mean, oddly enough, I think the, the pandemic kind of inspired the band and it just kind of formed the band in a weird way. Kind of like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why like I said that, that but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll give you the horns on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the horns. Oh, man.
man. You gotta add so, that Laura Nota sound to your sound effects. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so the band's name was Sickle Cell, or the place you hung out was Sickle so Cell. It was a garage, right? And this guy Dave's uh, house, and his mom and his dad were in the house. And I mean, we were doing all types of screwed up things there. I mean, like you know, underage sex and all this stuff. You know, smoking whatever, you know, like yeah. snorting whatever, drinking whatever. You know, literally drinking whatever. And uh, and we would just jam there. You know, we would watch these guys. You know, like jam out with their upside down crosses and all this stuff. And we were like, oh, this is so fucking metal. You know, and we loved it. And um, little by little, like you know, we all kind of started like getting to know each other and then we were all like hey you know you like this oh i like this okay cool let's jam and then eventually jay left the uh the black metal band sarah from slaughter and uh somebody else ended up taking his place and then you know he kind of started jamming with this other band called a lot of fire and then from there we always kind of stayed in touch you know we always like we were always really cool um so little by little you know we we just kind of created this little community that kind of extended from weehawken hoboken Union City uh, and Sea Caucus. You know, Sea Caucus is kind of close to the Meadowlands over there. Sea Caucus or Sea Caucus? Sea Caucus, not Sea Caucus. Sea Caucus sounds suggestive in a way. Sea <laughs> Caucus sounds a little bit, a little bit better. That's how I know he's from Jersey. He pronounces it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Nork. You know, Nork. Nork. Is it is it Nork or Newark? Newark. I I always heard Nork. Nork. Well, I, when I'm drunk, I'll say Nork. Or like the people well, that well, say so K- K- Kearney. Like some people say Kearney, but I then say, other people say Carney. I say Carney. Some people say Turlet. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Frankie says Turlet. Turlet. Yeah. I feel like they say Yoder too, and like you know stuff like that, or Pizza. You want a pizza and a soda? You know. Oh, there we go. Somebody says yeah. uh, Hudson County royalty. Oh wow! Wow, that uh, yeah, I would hide that too. That's more South. <laughs> <laughs> that's more South Jersey when they start talking like that, right? When like Peter and Yoder. so there, there's like a huge divide, right? So it's like the Bennies. We're the Bennies, right? And Benny is Bayonne, Elizabeth, Newark, and New York, right? That's like it's like an acronym, I guess, right? right. And then there's the Pineys, and the Pineys are the people from South Jersey because there's a lot of pine trees. So, you know, they're always saying, oh, I'm a piney from my head to my hiney, you know? And we're like, yeah, we're fucking bennies. Like, fuck off, you know? Yeah, that, that term is going to get canceled in, like, another year. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And you know what? Deservedly so. I mean, because they're just, like, they're the shits down there. But uh, north part of Jersey is usually pretty chill for the most part. South Jersey is, like, it's, like, fucking 1980 down there. And not in a good way. Like, yeah. It's just 1980 in, like, a bad way. They breed them big, though, man. There's some big boys down there. there was, yeah, there are. There are, you know? I mean, I think... Bread. Yeah, well, I yeah. think that, that whole Gen City story that I told how that dude almost kicked oh, yeah. my ass, that was South Jersey, like, and this dude was a fucking monster, and I'm, like, fucking, with the tongue sticking out on his fucking shoes and the was and was jeans and everything, but I didn't want to fight him. <laughs> yeah, they'll, find, they'll find a hole for you somewhere down there. In Jersey. Oh, hell yeah, they'll bury you anywhere. I mean, like, we're, we're still looking for Jimmy Hoffa up north. I don't know. They said he's still in the Meadowlands. I don't know, I don't know about that one. And they got the what's the uh, the Jersey Devil down in fucking uh, down in the Pines too. They got the old uh, yeah, oh, the Chupacabra. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was just like voodoo people. It's like in Puerto Rico. Like I'm Puerto Rican, so I've been to Puerto Rico a bunch of times, and yeah. I was there when the Chupacabra was going off. And they're like, Nah, man, this is like Santeros. This is like all like voodoo people. Well, did you see you the know? picture of they? They think they found a Chupacabra. Did you see that picture? No, I haven't oh, seen so it. so there's a picture of one, and like this girl, uh, she, I think she hit it with a car or something like that. What? But this, yeah, and it's like. They think it's like a crossbreed between something or whatever. I forget what the fuck it was. But it's fucking freaky looking. You think the government's wow. fucking crossbreeding yeah. shit? Yeah. Well, listen, Puerto Rico was used for fucking government testing. So Ain't you don't that know the truth. Yeah. yeah. So you don't know what the fuck is going on on there. Yeah. Nuclear no. weapons, all that shit. I mean, you don't know. It's like yeah. some hills have eyes shit coming out of there. You know what I mean? I like, know. you never know. My girlfriend's Puerto Rican. She's fucking out of her mind. I think there was a little testing in her blood. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my mom and my daughter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so you put so uh, do you go to the island much? I haven't been to the island in about twenty years. I used to go all the time when I was younger, and like my grandpa was from like this fishing town, so it was like that was like the most organic I ever ate. Like they yeah. would they would kill the chicken in the yard that they would feed, and they would uh you know the fish and everything was just all like from the Caribbean Sea, and we'd wake up like at the butt crack of dawn, and it was like beautiful. It was like 
like would, all why, stars why, why in the sky. Why would you wake up at the butt crack of dawn? To go fish, to go get bait, man. To Fuck. you know, to go do all that stuff. My grandpa would wake up at like four or five in the morning. He'd take us out there, and it was just the most amazing thing. And then we'd we'd get a bunch of fish. We'd come back. We'd trade for mangoes or coconuts or whatever, nice. and that's what we would eat. And it was it was super chill. And then my dad, he lived in the capital. So, like, I'd chill in the capital. Like, I'd get a taste of both, you know, from being, like, either in the bush or, you know, in the city. But I used to love it. At first, I hated it because I'm, like, you know, I'm coming from over here. So, I'm just like, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. You know, like, that's my PlayStation. And then I was just like, man, fuck the PlayStation. I want to go fishing. I want to go do all this cool shit. I want to go, like, I want to go to the rainforest, you know, and check all this stuff out. And then once I started seeing that stuff, that was cool. And then, you know, I started hanging out with other Puerto Rican kids that were into punk rock and stuff like that. And... That was pretty awesome, you know, to see that there was like a little punk scene over there. So that was kind of chill. You There's know? a little scene over there, man. Like, I, it's funny. I got a friend who's into like hardcore and stuff like that. And he lived over in Puerto Rico for a while. And he's like, dude, you got to open up a Lucky 13 in Puerto Rico. I'm like, <laughs> maybe. But, dude, I did look on liquor license over there. Dirt fucking cheap. Yeah. You can open oh, up yeah. something so easy over there. Even property but, is cheap as fuck over there. Yeah, yeah. man. That's yeah. what I'm saying to my girl. I'm like, you know, maybe someday we'll buy a little fucking house in Puerto Rico. I'm totally down. So I'm trying to learn Spanish right now. Open a Lucky <laughs> 13, bro, in every fucking state. Yeah, we're trying, man. We're trying. We're trying in Florida now, and it's fucking not easy. So. How do you say uh, Lucky 13 in Spanish? Anyway. Uh, uh, I guess, I mean, it would be like suerte, is, but I, I, I don't know. I would have to I would have to Google translate that one because my Spanish is a little rusty. Even though it was my first language, I became very Americanized. Pero es 13. 13 is 13, so it would be like 13, sort, I don't know, something like that. Something with, with suerte. So, you know, I would have to <laughs> definitely Google translate that one, you know? <laughs> We'll get the answer before the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. So somebody will chime in with it or something. I don't yeah, know. it's fucking beautiful over there, man. I I've been there fun. once in my life, and yeah. I almost did not come back. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking amazing. It's chill, man. It's really, really chill. And Puerto Ricans are just like chill people. They're very like friendly people. Like they're always cooking. They're always got like a beer. You know, like it's just. They're totally different than the Puerto Ricans here. That's for oh, sure. That's, that's what the fuck I said when I got. Oh, hundred percent. And listen, they don't love the New York Puerto Ricans either. Because no, I was like, no, they're all Bronx Ricans out here. Yeah, like yeah. I actually fucking uh, I met some dude over there, and you know, I was in the fucking bar, so I bought a little something while I was over there. And I was like, "Yo, is this good?" And he's like, "Shit." He's like, I ain't no fucking New York Rican motherfucker. I'm like, all right, bro. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. I was like, relax. I'm just on vacation. No, it's an insult to them because, like, to them, they feel like, you know, like, they don't represent the island well or something yeah. like that. Like, my grandpa was like that all the time. My grandpa was, like, hardcore about it. He's like, hey, you got to represent us well. You yeah, know, yeah. you got to you gotta act right, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, my grandma, too. My grandma was very, very strict about that. I mean, my grandma, she was, she was awesome. Like, she was really, like ahead of her time like my grandma liked black flag which i thought was crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah she thought she thought punk rock was really interesting you know which i couldn't believe that's pretty cool yeah you know and she she had a big influence on my life too like you know she was a big wrestling fan she used to go to the garden to see bruno san martino yeah. and stuff like that yeah that's amazing yeah man so it was it was really cool you know she made me a yankee fan too so you know she took me like, made me you know rice and beans and fried chicken and all that stuff and we'd go see the yankee games and it was just it was awesome so she's still around no no yeah. she passed she passed some time ago but she's always with me man like nice. you know definitely like you know i always i always got mommy Irma with me so you know nice. yeah man definitely positive influence and one of the first people i remember at the time because she was blind and i dyed my hair bright pink so everybody in my family's like oh my god this fucking guy look at the way you look man my man this and that my grandma's like i like his hair because i could actually see where he is <laughs> So that's kind of cool, you know, because, <laughs> like, you know, she was like, she could only see the pink, like the pink, like blur. Right, but right. She knew that was me, you know. So anytime she was next to the pink blur, she knew it was me, you know, and nice. uh, and that was really cool. So when you were out there in Puerto Rico, though, so you, I mean, imagine when you, when your grandfather and grandmother, you didn't, did you have TV there or shit? It was like, nope, get up in the morning, get on the fucking boat. Let's go. Yeah. Do thing. There was very little TV time, That's you know? Cool. And like I said, I went over there with my PlayStation. They're like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. What is it? They were like, what kind of VCR is this? And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. And they're like, yeah, whatever it is, just put it away. We're going out, you know, nice. like, you know, and we would just constantly go out and we would hike and we would just like, he took me to Venezuela in a boat too. That was really cool no shit yeah we went to caracas because he knew he knew people there my grandpa was a merchant marine and right. he had this gnarly scar going across his stomach and he got into like some fight with some dude and like he's like yeah the other guy died and i was like damn <laughs> like, you know i was like did you kill him he's like i'm not gonna talk about that you know and like but he had that gnarly scar across his stomach 
So he would always just go and like do whatever. And there was like so many like little private islands that we would just go to. We'd go out there. He would cook some fish. We'd chill there. You know, we'd like drink beer and he'd be like, hey, I don't tell your mom, you know, and then like we'd just go back and just hang out. So it was like always an experience and I was always doing something and it just it, it like like I said at first I hated it right, right. but like after a while I was like man this is awesome yeah. like getting away from the city getting away from all that you know seeing understanding the island getting to know my culture a little bit better too you know that was really really big for me and uh I, I'm eternally grateful for, to my parents for it you know even though at the time I was like oh, send me home I don't want to be here <laughs> uh, you know yeah but it was cool it was cool I had a blast and then I got kids into Slayer in Puerto Rico too so that was pretty awesome nice I mean, fucking Puyas from Puerto Rico. I think they come. I think they were just around again too, weren't they? Yeah. Coming around doing shit. Yeah, they, they started doing a comeback. Yeah, I remember that. It was weird. I remember seeing them open up for Cradle of Filth. Like, it was, it was such a weird. It was such a weird bill. It was like Puya, Cradle of Filth, and VOD. And wow. uh, VOD yeah. does not seem like they would be in that fucking kind of a mix. No, neither would fucking Puya shouldn't yeah. be yeah, on that either. Like Cradle open of up for Cradle yeah. of Filth. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like fucking Hammerstein or something. <laughs> I forget, but it was like, it was crazy. But I remember just seeing all the Puerto Rican flags fucking going. That was my introduction to Puya. I remember when I first saw them there. It was nice. cool. Yeah, they're fucking legends on the island. Yeah. Any other bands come out of Puerto Rico? God, none that I could think of off the top of my head. I mean, I, I, I know it was a lot of salsa. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously Hector Laveau, you know. Yeah, no, I know there was like, you know, pop artists that came yeah. out of there. But, 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 but not too many that I could guys. think of. Nah, man, not, not too many that, that are coming to my head. Now, I mean, there's a lot of individuals that came from Puerto Rico that ended up, you know, like uh, Ron Reyes, you know, he sang for Black Flag, yeah. you know. And, you know, you'd have a couple of Puerto Rican musicians, you know. But obviously in New York, you know, you meet a bunch of them. Uh, you know, the Craze, they were one band, too, that like, you know, I knew Johnny from from jersey too so they were like you know really influential you know like to me as a young kid because i'm like hey you know these dudes are like me you know like yeah. fuck it i could do it too you know and and that was really awesome so um those were those were some of the guys but those were more like americanized guys that i kind of knew but i never really i was i guess i was too young to kind of like explore the scene over there to really yeah. like get to know like what was going on uh, I had just kind of heard like whispers of it and stuff like that and obviously pro wrestling was really big over there too yeah. i used to go watch IWA Puerto Rico, you who's know. The fuck? Who's the who's fucking uh, Carlos Colon? Colon. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Carlito's father. Yeah, he was the man over there. Like my my father would talk about like this man beat Ric Flair. He just, you know? fought, <laughs> like, he just recently fought Ric Flair again. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they got into it again. So like that was like that was like my dad's like you know big thing that he would always talk about. Carlos Colon beat Ric Flair, you know. And I was just like, all right, cool. I had no choice, bro. You would lose or die. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I hung out with Ric Flair by accident one time. Just yeah. like the strangest, coolest fucking thing ever. And I was hanging out at this bar on the Upper West Side, or the Upper East Side, actually. Um, a friend of mine, Mick, who is a big New York City FC supporter like I am, uh, we, we ran into each other and he was just like, hey, come to the bar. You know, he's this Irish guy. He's like, hey, come to the bar. Have a point on me, man. You know, it's good crack over there. So we go and we're hanging out at the good fucking. crack? Oh, yeah. No, crack. Crack is like a multi-purpose oh, word with okay. the Irish people. What is that? <laughs> no, no, not like actual crack rocks. Like, you know, it's like, fuck, what part is that? <laughs> It's just this huge cloud, you know, everybody's yeah. fucking wired. But uh, we, we ended up going over there, so we're, we're, like, hanging out. I'm having a Guinness, and he's eating, like, this this stew. And he's like, oh, man, this stew, this stew is something else, you know? And then he stops eating the stew, and he just stares at the door, like, in this trance. And he's like, I reckon our geezer over there is Ric Flair. And I was just like, what? And I just turn, and I look, and I'm like, eh, it kind of looks like him. And he goes, oh, that geezer is Ric Flair. <laughs> so he goes and uses the ATM. He's got a broken hand, right? And then he, he leaves his card in the ATM. So he pulls it out and he looks and he goes, Richard Flair. And I'm like, what? And he goes, give it to him when he comes back. And I was just like, all right, fuck it. So like I was, I was an indie wrestler when I was younger. You're like, telling me Ric Flair fucking put his fucking ATM card in the machine and forgot it? He forgot about it. Yeah. He was filming something for some Andre the Giant documentary, it turns out, right? right? So he stopped in to have a drink, but he was looking for places because he's like, I don't like hanging out in a lot of places with a lot of people because then people recognize me and they start bothering me. Like, I like these chill, like, holes in the wall, right? So he leaves his card. He comes back, and I'm like, hey, uh, you left this in the machine. He's like, son of a bitch. This would have been the third one I would have lost. Huh. You know, I, I lost one at the NBA Finals. LeBron invited me, and I broke my hand in the bathroom having a fight with somebody. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like 70-some years old, and he's yeah. like fighting dudes in the bathroom and like all this <laughs> shit, breaking his hand. So he's like, I owe you a drink. So then he buys me a drink. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to turn down a drink from Ric Flair, you know? Shit. So. 
we ended up hanging out and just chit-chatting and it was just so awesome just like hearing all his stories all the stuff that he did and you know he's hitting on the bartender i mean he's like rick flair of lore you know like he is he is the nature boy to the t and then I just remember at the end, he was leaving. He goes, hey, uh, you mind doing me a favor? You mind putting my jacket on for me? I'm like, fuck yeah. It's fucking Ric Flair, you know? So I put his jacket on. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I'll see y'all later. He's like, woo. And then he just fucking. <laughs> get the leaves. fuck out of here. He fucking woos. And he walks out of the bar. And like, there was people clapping. Yeah. And, then, and then this one guy's like, I don't even know who he is. He's like, but that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty awesome, you know? Definitely. That was pretty awesome. Fucking shit, dude. Yeah, fucking Ric Flair. <laughs> we got a wrestling thing going on here on uh, Sunday. I was telling night. about this fucking wrestling fucking rock band you guys have here or something. Like, you guys, there's uh, a fucking band that they have wrestling while they no, play or something? No, I don't you know, Schlack and Christian and... Oh, uh, Schlack, yeah, 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 yeah. the hipster heartthrob and all those guys. There was all those... Um, What's it, Off the Turnbuckle, I think it is? I think like so. That? I don't know. Those guys... I don't know Christian who comes in here who's the hipster heartthrob who fucking... Uh, he sets up wrestling events in here sometimes, and we have one going on on Sunday. There's like a private party. It's not a private party, but there's a fireman coming here on Sunday, and they're doing an open bar, and then there's some bands and some wrestling. I'm feeling it's going to get a little fucking crazy in here, so I'm going to have to hang around. Superplex is off the fucking stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is it the same guys from last time? Yes. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. They all get crazy. <laughs> but it's cool, man. It's a, control, it's a controlled chaos. You know what I mean? Like, it looks fucking nuts. They usually smash light bulbs over each other's heads on the stage, and then it, like, works off the stage, and next so thing you know. So who's cleaning all that? So the, me. Yeah. <laughs> so the last time we had it so that they worked their way outside the bar, and then they did the glass outside. Oh, nice. Yeah, wow. so right, that, we'll make sure if, that happens. If that's yeah. the thing, we, yeah, because yeah, are, are people breathing that fucking shit? Yeah, they break the glass. Absolutely, Oof, man, yeah. that's worse than a Newport, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome, man. Those when those guys, I love it, man. When these guys do it, it's pretty cool. Schlack's a character too, man. He's yeah. hilarious. Like, like I mean, I I met him uh, at ICW when he did an ICW show in in Jersey City at the White Eagle Hall, and he was there, and he was just like hilarious so he's he's like one of the characters in that, that whole deathmatch scene yeah so yeah it's, i saw his sticker on the wall which i was like is that schlack and he's like yeah that's schlack schlack comes here quite often i'm like oh yeah, pretty yeah. cool yeah f- uh yo that white eagle hall place is fucking great oh it's beautiful it's beautiful man yeah have never, you been there ne- yet never been there, the, no. you're gonna get out of your house man so it's, I, dude, I've been in Jersey City all my life, right? I never, I'm, I'm good. Dude, it's great. It's great, man. It's, it's. Uh, I saw Obituary over there. And yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I was, was at that show. Yeah, it was a good show, man. Yeah, man. Then the stage diving started and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and that, it was madness. But that was that was a hell of a show, That's man. Crazy. Yeah, you guys are in the same fucking building, bro. Yeah, yeah man. I was small at the world. I was. The, I was lucky in the in the VIP area, though. I was lucky. Ooh. I love yeah. Obituary. Like, yeah. So I was totally like fucking down with going. And Municipal Waste is such a great show. Like, yeah, yeah they're fun. Yeah, Minister voice is fun, man. Absolutely. There was another act with them too. I'm trying to remember who the hell it was. Uh, Gate Creeper was Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper. Yeah, yes. yeah, those guys are great. Yes, yes. I ended up getting stoned with those guys afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I had herb, and then and they were like asking, they're like, "Has anybody got any herb?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got some." So I gave them a joint, and they're like, "Oh, we'll give you a T-shirt." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So they gave me a Gate Creeper T-shirt, and I hung out with them for a little bit, and uh, they're cool. pretty cool. Yeah, the singer, the dude with the mustache, I, f- I forgot what his name was, but I think his IG is like Hella Hammer or something like that. But he was cool, and we like chat we chopped it up for a while nice but that that's a fun venue and it's got kind of like a webster hall kind of vibe yeah it does it's fucking nice and clean and fucking uh yeah man i dug it and yeah i was in the i was getting drunk with the obituary guys up in the obituary um area it was fucking it was cool because it was a there was a bar upstairs too you know what i mean like there wasn't just a bar downstairs it was a bar upstairs so it was it was awesome yeah, yeah, the balcony is like where it's at, like for a lot of that stuff, especially like yeah. if you don't want to be fucking standing and all that stuff, like yeah. for fucking hours. You're just. I'm like, getting old, bro. I was totally happy to be fucking. <laughs> yeah. <my> seat, <laughs> I hear that. I went to see Rage Against the Machine. Oh I yeah, how was that? <sighs> okay, so like here's the thing. Musically, they were very good, but like Zach has a torn ACL. He can't jump around. He can't be, you know, he can't be like animated. So it was kind of like, meh. you know, I mean, I've seen him three times. Like yeah. I saw him at the end of the '90s, in the middle of the 2000s, and then now. And I would say this one wasn't the best show but like you know there's a lot of people that were into it in the crowd and i get it you know what i mean like yeah. some of those people never seen him before but uh musically they were great it just it sucks that zach couldn't you know jump around yeah he couldn't be into it you know? they also doing this show like every single day last week dude it was like five days yeah. it's like yeah it's, it's it's tough i mean five r- days of sitting down run the jewels was really good though <laughs> they were they were excellent i mean like i'm not i'm not the biggest hip-hop guy but like they were just 
really, really good. Like they were excellent performers. Nah, but it's about time. Fuck it. It's about time. LP's getting his fucking props. That's the white guy in front of you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, it's about time he's getting something. He's, he's a he's a fucking yeah. Brooklyn boy too. All three of us kind of looked at you like we don't know. What the fuck <laughs> yeah. <we're doing. laughs> You're cool, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. He's well rounded in music. He is. I've been following the guy for a long time, bro. He's good too. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, so what else you got going? You guys got a record coming out or anything like that? Well, we've been working on that thing. At this point, it's like Chinese democracy. I mean, it's like it'll come out whenever it comes out. You know, it's like fucking like just this battle to make this thing. It's It's been one thing or another. Um, you know, we put out one track. It was kind of a track that we worked on that was like a demo track. Basically, that's what we have right now. Um, but we're can, working on getting it done. It's been a, a, a process. Can I show them the can least. I show them the track so they know what you're talking about? Quarantine sing along? That this was This is that. a video we're gonna yeah. play right now. All right. It, it you'll fucking you'll I don't even need to explain it, bro. You'll fucking you'll see it's 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 insane, bro. All right. Let me see. Let me get it set up here. Okay. Let's do it. This is so fancy. He's so fucking fancy, right? right? You know, normally though he'd be a lot quicker. He would have been playing. He would have played this already. He's kind yeah. of getting. He's slacking a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. shellacking. <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is uh, fucking Pat right here, bro. I'm gonna share the screen right here. You guys see what's going on? Yes. This is uh, what was this? What, you want to explain this song, Pat? So basically, like, this was just kind of a jam, like, and I just started kind of, like, going off about, like, what's going on with the quarantine and all that stuff. And I don't know, it just kind of popped into my head. And our band, we have a love-hate relationship with this song. Like, we love it one day, and then we fucking hate it the next day. We never play it at our shows, which is kind of funny. Because really? we made a music video. Yeah, we never play it. We never play it. This is your fucking teen spirit. I get it, but we fucking hate it. And um, we just, we, we like other stuff. Uh, in retrospect, maybe we kind of rushed to just put it out, but we did. We put it out. We felt like it was the right time to put it out with the pandemic and everything going on. Uh, and the video itself is, is, is very um, suggestive. I don't know. I guess it triggers some people, but like, I don't really give a rat's ass. Like, but everybody gets triggered nowadays. Well, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. It's like it does. It, it really doesn't take much, yeah. you know. All right, set up right here, guys. Colorful fucking song. This is uh, the child actors were quarantine sing along. China, China. <laughs> Mr. President, it's time. China.
She really spit in my face. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. He's doing lines off of Sotomayor's book. <laughs> I'm triggered, man. I'm triggered. <laughs> totally triggered. I've actually already seen this shit. Really? Huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> really? Oh, man. Look at so, that. As soon as I heard that China, I was like, oh, shit, I've seen this video. <laughs> How the fuck did you see that shit? I first fucking saw it. Wow. Fuck, that's a fucking small world right yeah. there, bro. I'm shocked. <laughs> like, I, I feel like outside of our own little world, it hasn't really gotten out very much, but... Um, yeah, I just wanted to make something kind of interesting, borrowing from the times. You know, the Joker movie had just came out. Yeah. So I figured that would be a good thing to do. I watched Trump, like, speak on mute for a long time. <laughs> so, you know, I got the hand movements down. You know, there were very good stuff I was doing there. You know, a lot of great people were working on the video. <laughs> Wonderful people. A woman named Linda. You know, like, stuff like that. <laughs> you know? That was good. Yeah, I really got into it, you know, and um, I, I still feel like I missed my calling as like some weird method actor. I probably should have been or something, you know, but um, you're still young, man. You can still do it. Maybe. Who knows? You know, hey, any directors out there, you know, yeah, come on. Come you on. Know, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't think hit it till he was 50. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne didn't hit till later on. I just need a Pulp Fiction. That's all. That's I all need, you need. I need man. a Pulp Fiction and I'm good. <laughs> I could say I could yell motherfucker like a motherfucker, you know, so. <laughs> You know, just take a chance on me here, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, we, we had a great time filming it. Um, and, and, again, we were kind of filming it during the pandemic. So it was like, you know, a couple times, especially when we were doing the stair stuff, you know, we'd get cops that, like, come and, like, pass by. And then they would, like, stop. And then we'd be like, oh, shit, we got to run. We got to go up the other way, like, up the stairs and then, like, wait till the cops leave. And then we'd really? have to, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking the quarantine shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there was a curfew and everything. Curfew. It was strict. Yeah. I mean, I was home. I wasn't breaking the law, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was exempt for that shit. <laughs> yeah, we were just Judas Priest. We were just fucking breaking the law, you know. <laughs> and we didn't care, you know. And it was and it was just fun. But but the spitting thing at the end, yeah. So the way we did that was we had her spit twice, and once we put a plastic uh, screen, like a plastic, like uh, you know, kind of window thing in front of the camera. She spat on that, and then one time we were like, "All right, you got to spit in my face." <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was the one time I asked a girl to spit in my face and it wasn't in my bedroom. So it was like, it was different this time, you know? And, uh, and listen, COVID times. <laughs> was, was it good for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I didn't enjoy it, but I'm not going to say that I did either. So in COVID times, you were playing like Russian roulette, bro. You never know. You know what I mean? She was, she was out there like, hey, you know, you're good. Like, okay. You know, like, we're like, all right, you're healthy. Fine. Just spit in my face. You know, no big deal. And, uh, yeah, it kind of worked out, but she, she did a, a great job with it. And, uh, yeah, we're really happy. And with Will Photo, Will Photo was the guy who directed it for us. You know, he's a guy who typically does, like, hip-hop videos. So when we presented him with this concept, he was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is completely outside of the norm of the stuff that I do. Um, so, you know, Will's just been a great collaborator to the band, and we look forward to doing something with him again in the future. Nice. That was cool, man. That was a cool video. Thank you, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was an interesting concept, and we figured it was pertinent to the time, so we were like, "Fuck it, let's just let's just run with it." You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, I I don't know. I might come back and do a Joe Biden one where I don't remember where I'm at or something, and, <laughs> and then like my son's like smoking crack, like holding a gun or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know? So if you do that, you have to have like a fucking uh, just a quote at the end of the video, like, "Is the video over?" <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You got to do that. Hunter's yeah. a party animal. I feel like he took uh, George W. Bush's spot as like the president's son party animal. Like I feel like he's like he's really like kind of taking. Yeah, over he that. smokes crack. Yeah, he, sm <laughs> he smokes crack yeah. like with hookers, and he's like rubbing one out with guns and like all this weird shit. And it's just like, meanwhile, like GW is like, I just want to do a couple of lines and hang out with chicks, you know? And like, yeah. and Hunter Biden's just trapped in a fucking hip hop music video. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see how you can trigger some people, though, man. Everybody's fucking triggered nowadays. Well, like, people didn't know, like, where we were, like, you know, politically. And it's like, mm, we don't fucking care to tell you. <laughs> like, to yeah. the fucking words of the song. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, like, it doesn't matter, like, what we are. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's a video. Like, take it however you fucking want to take it. So some people are like, oh, well, you're anti-Trump. And it's like, well, you're pro-Trump. Or, like, you're this, you're that. And it's just like. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. Have like, a sense of humor. Yeah, like, we're just being <laughs> creative, bro. Like, it's not that deep, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, if anybody got any questions for Pat, just call in at 848-628-4482. The number is on the bottom of the screen if you got any questions. And no, I'm not the father. Uh, <laughs> so I just want to say that now. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a phone number now? Yeah. Look at that. Wow. This is this is serious. This is Let's fucking, see if anybody got the balls to fucking ask Pat. That's like real. It's a good thing my mom's not watching. My mom would have been like, oh, wow. Where'd you put the password to the Wi-Fi? Or something like that. <laughs> Come on, don't be scared, people. Don't be scared out there. Call 848-628-4482. <laughs> well, we were just talking about before uh, we were on the Church of Satan website. Right? Yes, yes, yes. When we uh, we had a podcast called uh, Hudson County Scum Talk. Yeah, that's right. And we were fucking... Um, Darren Deicide. Uh, he's a big deal in the Church of Satan. So we were on the Church of Satan. And then Dave calls me up and he's like, we're on the Church of Satan website. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Shit. Like, you know, never had that happen. Wow. Yeah. Music and everything. This is it's pretty cool. See, I don't know why it's not. I see your fucking thing there, Jeff. Oh, yeah. there we go. Oh, there it goes. Unknown. Well, I was just making sure it worked. You got any questions for him? I'm good. I just want to make sure it works. He's kind of asking him. Yeah, no. I've been asking him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it going. Oh, shit. Oh, man. So what else you got? What else you playing besides uh, besides here? I mean, we got here. Uh, we got a couple of places up in Jersey. Um, there's a place called Cray 43 in Union City we're playing again soon. They're kind of building their own little scene over there. Um, it's interesting because, like, the front part of the bar it's kind of like like you know it's it's like like an immigrant hangout kind of place so it's yeah. like dudes playing pool like watching soccer and like you know most of them got like gold teeth and like cowboy hats but they're super cool guys like yeah. they're chill you know? unless you oh, beat yeah, them. we got we oh, got a phone call here we got a, we phone, got a phone, phone call? call oh shit all right hold on one second here hold on one second here there Send we go voicemail press 2 hello oh it's a voicemail it's a voice what the f- you got a fucking like a name commercial just called you See, it's the telemarketers. You just had a telemarketer call you, bro. I'm not surprised. They're always calling me. So. Yeah, no Holy shit. They found you on here, too. God damn. That's fucking weird, man. Like, wait a minute. We got that money we need. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Have you paid your college tuition yet? Yeah. <laughs> so your social security number has expired. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Pat. So you said, so before when we were talking on privately, mm-hmm. you said you, you were starting promoting. Yeah, I'm kind of getting into it. Um, I'm working with this company called Miracle Ma Venues out in Jersey, uh, and we we had some successful shows with them. Is that Darth Vader? I don't know. Somebody keeps trying to call you, bro, and they're just fucking hanging up. I mean, Obi-Wan's a snitch. That's first and foremost. bitches. Well, it goes to a weird voicemail, and it tells you, like, leave your... um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to figure out the kinks here. If not the band. If somebody's trying to call, send a message saying that you're trying to call. Yeah. Be yeah. a real person. Yeah. yeah. Don't be scared. Yeah. And no, I'm not Patrick Rivera. Don't be trying to sell us car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm sorry, Pat. Oh, yeah. No. So so like I was saying, I'm working with them. Uh, we're going to be promoting some shows pretty soon. Um you know, uh, it's it's been fun. We've had a pretty good turnout over there. And like I said, they kind of got like a little scene going over there, you know, which is, is kind of interesting. Um, you know, back like 20 some odd years ago when Dave was playing still, too. Uh, you know, Dave was around when we kind of had a little scene going in, in jurors there. You know, I mean, back in the day, they had like the Ichiban and like all these like punk clubs out there and stuff in Jersey. And then that kind of went downhill but um you know i've been working uh, with these guys and you know we got a lot of stuff coming up we got a show coming up september 24th with this band neon funeral and a couple acts oh they'll, um, be, they'll be coming on here too they're playing now uh, they're playing lucky 13 too yeah september yeah, yeah. yeah. i saw that name before mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah they're they're, they're good man uh and they're really nice guys uh so you know they, they're, they're definitely uh fun and worth having on any kind of show that you're gonna book and nice. stuff like that but that's something i've always kind of wanted to do kind of like work with other bands kind of like help get bands out there and stuff like that because you know there's a lot of bands that don't get any exposure don't get any time and, you know, it kind of sucks, you know, so I want to be able to give those bands an opportunity to be able to play and kind of get out there more often. That's fucking cool of you, man, because, you know, a lot of, you know, listen, a lot of band people aren't 
you know, musicians and stuff like that, a lot of them aren't that personable and don't love socializing all that much or trying to promote themselves. It's hard for them, you know? So that's cool you're doing that. Uh, yeah, I, ne I never had a problem with that, you know? I mean, that, that was never an issue for me. And more importantly, like, I, if I wanted to make a fuck ton of money, I'd be making different music. You know, I make the music that I like because it's something that resonates with me, with my soul, with my band, and, like, it's something that we enjoy, uh, you know? I could have made emo when emo was huge, but I didn't like that shit, so I never did, you but know? You made, but you made a song called fucking what about emo? <laughs> I'm not going to get into that on the show. <laughs> I, I don't want to get canceled, all right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's pretty bad. But but the lyrics, the lyrics, uh, you know, were basically about wiping out that whole scene because that, to me, I just thought it was very disingenuous, and I don't know, I just wasn't with it. So uh, we were kind of on the outside of stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I understand like what we do and like where we're trying to get at, you know, and I'm not like trying to be a huge fucking rock star and all this stuff. Like I kind of just know what it is that we do. And I want to at least use the time that I have to help bands that have aspirations that don't normally get a chance to play and give them a chance to play and give them a chance to perform and get their music out there so that more people can hear them, especially a different audience or a different demographic than, uh, what they would normally play their shows with. That's cool. Who, let me ask you a question. We didn't ask. I didn't ask you this. Though. Who produced that track? Uh, that was done by Alvin Robertson, um, and Alvin uh, used to work for the Bad Brains back in the day. Uh, he was a guitar tech for for Doctor No, uh, and Al's been a great friend of mine for a very long time. Al's worked with so many people throughout the years. I mean, he did you know backline for the Grateful Dead, uh, for P Funk. Harry Belafonte, the Bad Brains, the Bee Gees. I mean, so many people. And Fucking Bee Gees? Yeah, yeah. And he used to work in CBs like in the late 70s too, up until like the middle of the 80s. So, I mean, he saw like everything happen. I mean, he was at Kiss's first show, nice. you know? Yeah. And he Get just, the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. He, he said that they were just like, they look like some bad version of the New York Dolls. And like, you know, they got into like an argument and he was just like, these guys ain't going to amount to nothing. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they were a joke back in the day. I mean, when they first started out, everybody was like, these guys aren't going to fucking do shit. And it's got the last yeah. laugh now, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Paul Stanley and fucking Gene Simmons definitely had the last laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ace and Peter are laughing too a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're giggling. They're giggling. <laughs> I like Ace. I mean, I, I, you know, Ace was awesome. I think that that original lineup was just the shit. Like, yeah, you know, they were just amazing. Listen, all of them, even though fucking Gene can be a dick, I'm like, you know what? He's Gene Simmons. Whatever. Exactly. But he's so intelligent. Like when you listen yeah. to him talk about like music and business, like and, and the business of music. You're like, damn, I could take away a few things from this. Yeah, you know? he's very like, smart. You know, he really is. Like, yeah, yeah, he's an asshole, no doubt. But, I mean, you don't really get to, like, those levels unless you're somewhat of an asshole. Yeah. Just a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. He, he's smart. He's fucking whatever. He does. He gives no fucks, you know? So, yeah. I mean, you have to give no fuck to put that kind of makeup on and, you know, start doing that years ago, you he's know? He's giving no fucks all the way to the bank. Exactly. I mean, they got Kiss Coffins. You know what I mean? Yo, so if you, know, you know, if you buy a Kiss coffin, they give you a lifetime supply of condoms. This way, they'll get you coming and going. <laughs> That's a true story. That's a true story. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant marketing right there. Yeah, they have oh, a shit. there's a Kiss museum in um, in uh, Vegas that just opened. Really? Up. Yeah. Um, there's like a whole a guy who has a little. Uh, kiss thing set up in Vegas. A friend of mine was. I wonder, just I wonder if he fucking got into stuff from them or borrowed from them and shit to show. That what? Well, I wonder if he's got a museum. I wonder if he borrowed any like items from Gene or Paul. Oh, it's all Gene. It's all, oh, it's like, all he's Gene got, shit? He's got a ton of Gene shit. Uh, my friend was actually at it, and um, I don't know if it's uh, whatever. I'll find out more details about it, but I'm, I, I don't know if it's a guy's private collection or whatever, but okay. I don't know. A friend of mine was sending me pictures of this room all filled with Kiss shit, mostly Gene stuff, but he had, I don't know if you remember, Kiss had a, um, they had a coffee shop. In um, North really? yeah, in North Carolina, or yeah, or South Carolina, wherever Myrtle Beach is, um, they had a fucking coffee shop down there. And I was down there. I had a coffee mug that was only coffee shop, and apparently they closed not long afterwards. But um, oh shit! But uh, but apparently Gene Simmons has some little ass feet because my friend tried putting his fucking boots on, and he he's got like a size six foot. Wow. You know what that means, yeah. man. Yeah, I know exactly what it Six means. Six foot, I don't wow. know. Jamal's like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> <laughs> Size 13, bro. Yeah. Size 13 in black. You know, he's got a huge dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking shit. A bike out there got a sidecar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Well, fucking, uh, so you're going to be here Friday? 
I can't wait. I'm I'm so fucking excited. Uh, I love playing this place. I really do. And I'm not I'm not just even putting it over because I'm on the show right now. Like I love it here. Like there's just a vibe to the place. And then the thing is too, like again, like we're we're not really a metal band, but we're not really like a soft rock band. Like we do a lot of everything. You know, we we have like a variety of influences. You know, like for me, like you know, I like Bowie. I like fucking Faith No More. I like Slayer. I like fucking Sepultura. I like you know, uh, Dark Throne. You know, I, I like a variety of different things. Tom Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm all over the fucking place. Like with 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 the music that I like. So uh, the the cool thing about our band is again, like we all have different influences. And we all just kind of throw it in the pot too, aside from like what we have in common yeah. and we just create something interesting. So whenever we come here and we play with, you know, more conventional metal bands, uh, it's always interesting and it's always, it's always cool because they end up appreciating what we do too. And uh, yeah, I just, I just have a blast here. So yeah, all you people out there, you watching this, come on out to the show, come see all the bands, come support, come have a drink and come have fun and don't double mask. Don't be that guy that fucking double masks, all right? He's, he's going to come and he's going to cough on your drink, all right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> stick my dick in your fucking drink. Yeah. yeah. Size 13, baby. Yeah. You know it. Right out yeah. of the sidecar and into your drink. Yeah. You know from, what I mean? Of course, so. from across the room. It's just gonna <laughs> you won't even know it. It's going to happen so quickly. <laughs> well, dude, thank you for coming on, man. It's been fun. Thank you for having me, man. This has been a blast. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm definitely going to be checking out future episodes and, and, and support this podcast people man support this show it's a show it's not just a podcast all right it's not a couple of guys jacking off in a basement you know it's, we do that sometimes too it gets a little with a 13 weird. yeah that's why i got this weird. fucking thing on my <laughs> wrist right now yeah, yeah, oh with yeah. that thing i mean he's got a, about it, you know? <laughs> a lot of extra weight there <laughs> surprising he doesn't have them on both wrists yeah. you know, that's what happens when you use fucking both hands you know yeah uh so plug your shit man I'm just going to be playing over here with the child actors um, this Friday or this Saturday, excuse me, uh, August 19th, going to be playing with Locaine. Uh, I Destroyer, I think, had uh, just recently, we just received a message that they dropped out. Uh, there's a couple other bands that are not really coming to my head right now. Uh, but I also have a wrestling podcast called Work in the Marks with Fernando and Patrick. Uh, we talk all things pro wrestling. We're available on Blog Talk Radio as well as on YouTube. And uh, yeah, just check out the child actors. We're at the child actors on Instagram. Uh, you could throw us in the search and check us out and uh yeah man just keep supporting live music keep supporting bands keep supporting great bars like lucky 13s here and uh hope to see you people out of the show man thanks man uh jamal cowboy from hell cowboy from hell underscore 13 i'm here every fucking day ladies uh come check out my sidecar Uh, I just got my fucking Facebook pa- page back, which fucking yeah. What the fuck was that? Did they take anything down or no? Well, no, no, I didn't. I lost my original Facebook page after 15 years. I lost wow. my Facebook page. So that's a no new idea. page. So it's a new page. Yeah, that wow. I had like 4,600 friends, like so many photos and like bullshit and memories from years, and all of a sudden, like last week, I woke up and it says your page has been disabled for fucking. Like content. And well, now, like, you, now you know who's your real friends, bro. They're going to be on this one. I know. <laughs> well, but you know how often I'm getting hit up from people going, hey, man, is this really you? Is this spam? Like, you know what I mean? Because I just got a profile picture up there. So I'm telling my friends to like start tagging me and shit again. But it was really yeah. fucking depressing, especially I promote everything through Facebook. And I don't, I'm, I'm trying to get more Instagram savvy, but I'm just fucking frustrating. So friend request me on Facebook again, please. It's not fucking spam. Um, Jeff Lucky 13 on Instagram. Oh, we got a wrestling thing going on here in October. Uh, Keith Goldberg. Do you know Keith Goldberg? He's a writer. He's a wrestling writer. He did the Andre. The, he did the Iron Sheik documentary. Okay. Um, he's he's writing a book about wrestling in COVID, but he's got an event coming up here in October, so that'll be cool. Nice. Yeah. Check that out. Sounds Dave. Cool. All right, Dave. motherfuckers, man. Make sure you guys follow everything uh, at Lucky13SP. And make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube page and follow from the Dungeon Podcast. We will have Concrete Dream on tomorrow, 8 30, 9 o'clock. So make sure you fucking guys tune in, bro. You're not going to fucking want to miss that one, bro. All right, we'll talk to you. Uh, next week, I'm not around. We'll talk afterwards. Next week, I'm not around. Uh, follow, we'll catch you the following week. All right, man. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace. Okay. Thank you.